0: Welcome to Codesy's Diary. Hey yo folks, it's January 7th, 2013, welcome to the new year, and welcome to a new Conzi's Diary. For you that have not heard of the Conzi's Diary before, or know who the Conzi is, well Conzi is one of the co-hosts on quasi-popular Warhammer Fantasy Podcast called, well, I think we're popular with like six fans, but hey, uh, you know, you know who you are. I think there's a few more of you out there listening, but hey, anyways, Konzi's Diary is a kind of little short segment show that I do every once in a while just to kind of, what the Konzi does, to, uh, to kind of talk about something he's got going on or something that's uh, worth talking about. So without further ado, I wanted to go ahead and uh, in this edition, this first edition of the Konzi's Diary this year in 2013, one of the things I wanted to make sure that I did is is try to get a little more of the uh, hobby and painting. As you know, I'm... I'm in a kind of a painting challenge with Andrew Sherman of Ohio Hammer fame, and Andrew, uh, and me are trying to, one, we want, we have a lot of models that are sitting around our houses that are just not painted. Um, for me, this is a huge thing. Not only is it, are there piles of models not painted, but piles of models that are not even assembled. So one of the things that I want to try to do this year in, in 2013 is to get a bunch of the models that I have already assembled and now, painted and that'll help push me then for looking to new projects to help get some of those boxes of stuff that aren't painted opened up and assembled and getting them on the painting table. On top of that then I'll be go ahead, able to go ahead then and put up a bunch of those models that I'm not really using but that I've got them all painted up. I'll be able to put them up on the shelves whether it's here in my studio or downstairs in the basement or And maybe I'll even look at getting rid of some of the stuff via eBay or Barter Town and maybe even do some giveaways with it throughout the year. So that's kind of the the premise I wanted to talk about. not only that challenge, I because we talked about it on the show, but now I wanted to go ahead and, and get into, since painting is kind of something that's near and dear to my heart, I wanted to go ahead and share with you, and I've, I've had some people that have asked in the past, Ben, how do you do that gold that you're doing? And I wanted to go ahead and, and talk about how I'm painting my gold, and give a little more of an in-depth talk through and description of that process, rather than just uh typing up a little something on the internets so this is uh the way I'm doing my golds or my kind it's kind of a copperishy gold uh it really probably is a a darker copper colour but i do i use it for my dark elves I'm using it currently for my tomb kings i'm using it on a co- i've used it on a couple of other little projects here or there. So it, it's definitely a feature. You can see it on a lot of the stuff that I've I've done recently. And and I want to go ahead and also then, while we're talking about my golds, i got to point out that all of the colors and, and that I, I'm using currently for my golds are from Prism Gaming. And Prism Gaming has been a long-term sponsor, you know, at least for the last few months, uh, Wisco Dice, the main show. And so I, I didn't... And it's not that they sponsored the show that I started using their stuff. I actually was down at Misty Mountain Games and uh, saw that they had put this whole new paint range uh, in and some other assorted accessories and stuff for uh, gaming. And I'm like, and I, I asked him a little bit about where did the paints come from, why why was he carrying this paint range, had never heard of this company before. And he said, well, yeah, these guys uh the store manager Ben down there said, "Yeah, these guys are from Wisconsin," and I'm like, "Ah, that's worth giving them a try." And so I picked up some of the paints. I picked up a copper base because I it was really close to uh, the old one of the old Citadel coppers that I had used. And uh, I picked up the leather wash just because it was it was a really huge pot for a wash. I'm like, "Wow, I'm, this thing will last me forever if I like it." So I picked up that. I think those were my two initial purchases. Maybe I picked up another couple of colors. There was a, I think a purple pearlescent that I picked up, and a couple of other colors I picked up. And right away the paints worked. They went on just the same as any of the old GW Citadels, which I kind of expected, but you know, I, I've had some paints that I've bought that they, I, I didn't think the colors were quite as perfect or as similar as from different companies that I just wasn't as quite as happy with as I had been with, I mean, I'd been painting everything that I've ever miniatures painted with the old GW Citadel range of paints, so I, I didn't, I was kind of expecting something similar to that, and this was, of the alternative paints that I had gotten up to that point, uh, this was probably the closest, because this is also the point, you got to also kind of realize, at this point, I had, Citadel had announced that they are going to be replacing their paint range, And I was getting, you know, I had several pots of paint that needed replacement. And so instead of just replacing my entire paint range with new Citadels, I said, I kind of told myself, it's time to move on to a new range of colors and paints, not only for a a new company, but also because I wanted something to go to help kind of help me, you know, kind of move my own painting. I kind of gotten these new skills and I was looking for something paints to kind of, Take, help me put a differentiation between what I was doing and what I am doing now, as far as skill level. So I did pick up these these few initial prism canes, and I started working with them. And I gotta say, I was really ecstatic with the the, the just copper metallic base that I picked up. I just uh, for my goals, I would, I just put this down with a just a t- on the on the on the where area I wanted to put the paint on. With just a little bit of water. And, and I've been thinning paints, whether it was the old Citadel range or other paints, P3 paints I've used. I hadn't used at that point the Reaper Master Series paints. But I had uh, some plans. That It kind of had been my plan. It was to move, migrate entirely to Reaper Master Series before I picked these up. And I picked these up and now I'm like, these are pretty hot. But anyways, I getting back to painting the gold. So I start out with a, their copper metallic which is a, a really solid kind of dark copper color. It's real similar to the old beaten copper that Games Workshop put out. And I mix this their ba- it's the, it's from their base color range which means unlike like the old Citadel foundations which still had pretty good paint flow, I I don't think the paint flow is really good with the with the copper metallic base kind of Prism's answer has been to you know for their base colors is just to make add more pigment well that's really cool but i think i find that that ends up helping that if i paint that's that thickly full of pigment doesn't flow as easily off the brush and even and we all know when you're like painting and then the paint the brush gets kind of dry and it gets kind of crusted up in there and you have to rinse it off a little bit or whatever it's just kind of annoying and hard to work for and that's and that's when we talked about painting back, uh, I think it was a paint cast or something like that way back, like episode 8 or something on Wisco Dice, we talked a lot about paint flow, but we didn't really explain it, it as well as I wanted to, wanted to. So in order to help that paint flow, I take that copper metallic base paint, and I put it on my palette, and I mix it with maybe 25 or 30% water. When this helps the paint then flow right off my brush and go over the area which also helps speed up uh, my paint time and helps make my paint brush even more accurate because now when i put the brush to the spot i don't have to press it very hard it just flows right off my brush but still leaves well because i'm only mixing with about 25 or 30 percent of water it not only does it flow off the brush really well, but it gives me a pretty good coat. In the first coat, I oftentimes still will go over it and then do a second coat. But I'd rather do two coats uh, thinner than one coat thick because then I, I still get to keep my detail. I still get to keep everything, and I don't even with only a twenty doing like a twenty five percent water to it. I don't oftentimes have to do a second coat. In fact, a lot of times I even just kind of what I'm doing now that in my later stages of using this, I usually only stick with one coat on it now, and the reason being is that I'll, as, you know, we'll ta- as I talk about it in here in a second, you see kind of why. So the next thing I do after I've gotten my base, my copper metallic base down on the, go- on the area that I want to be gold, I then go ahead and take the prism gaming leather wash. This, in my opinion, is like liquid gold for me. As far as what I do with it and how much I'm using it currently, and almost everything, it is nearly as what I, as used in my painting right now as what Devlin Mud was back in the uh, back when it was still out in the old Citadel Range for washes back in the day. It's a little bit darker brown than the uh, old Devlin Mud. But it is just exceptional. The flow, the color—I I really do like it, and it helps give my models a little bit different color because of, than some of those other models that you see that washing done on. So I, I and I do the their Prisms leather wash is also I think a little bit thicker than what I'd like most of the time. It's a little bit too rich and too much pigment. So I oftentimes will take a little bit to my palette again, thin it with just a touch of water and then go ahead and put, apply it to say the uh flesh tone maybe or that I was going to paint or the leather that I was going to actually use it on but in the case of my of my golds I just apply that straight out of the pot it it goes on it gives me a nice dark rich kind of mutes down the gold the copper brilliance the metallic of the copper but it also helps make those recesses really kind of dark and and stand out then my next step is to go back with the copper metallic base that i started with and i'm going to thin it down this time quite a bit thinner it's going to be about 50 or 60 percent water and then i'm going to go ahead and add some painting medium and if you don't know what painting medium is it's basically used with um, in, in the case of acrylic paint it's basically what's used to basically hold the paint particles together so this is basically when when i'm using painting medium it's basically you can get it like in a gloss or semi-gloss or no gloss it always ends up adding a little gloss to it but the other thing that painting medium does is it's very similar in to like what you end up you you know when you dull coat or you put your you know protective coat of whatever over the top of the model you know, like your spray on or whatever it, it, it very much binds the paint to the model as well. so I like to use painting medium when I'm painting uh, higher layers because it helps ensure that my ma- my paint should stick to the model long term. Now one other thing to note about painting medium is that it also when you, the more medium it is in the mo- in the paint, the paint tends to stick better and, f- and flow more poorly. So it sticks better to the, especially than to the raised areas, and doesn't flow down in those cracks and crevices really, very much as much. So it does change the flow of paint off of your brush, which you can find really handy. Finally, I'm using a, it's, I think it's I'm using a little semi gloss I got from, uh, Michaels. It's just a little craft and art supply store here in town in Madison, and. So it, it helps with the metallics in particular. I like it because it, it helps gloss it up a little bit and, and give it a little extra sheen or shine. So, and I put in just a, I, I usually put a drop on my palette and then just kind of mix it in by the eyeball, but it's usually somewhere between 10 and 25%. Uh, then after the water's been added, it's about 10 or 25% added to that gold cool color. And that helps also thicken it up. So, a little bit. So then I'm back to kind of that original thickness where I started out with the copper, you know, from that first coat. And here I'm going to try to just hit then the more of the raised areas, but I'm not going to I don't have to like go out of my way to avoid the recessed areas, but I do try, I do try to take care to try not to have that flow in there. And this will help bring the metallic shine back to the paint, the miniature as well as making it just a little brighter and get back to that more of that rich original color. And now I've got a nice two-tone depth. You know, the darker recesses color from the washed areas and the lighter raised areas, but it's certainly not finished at this point. So the next thing I do is I go to the I go and grab my pearlescent copper and prism has this great pearlescence range. If you don't know what a pearlescents are, they're really just a, a brighter uh, range of colors. They oftentimes will offer um, effectively metallics colors in colors that aren't you know typical metallic. So like a pearlescent purple, um, like I use on my dark elves, which is a metallic purple looking color. They, they have a great pearlescent purple, so I, I use that now. The pearlescent copper is just, it's almost, it's more golden color in, in in what I use it for. I use it pretty much here, straight out of the pot. I might thin it with a little bit of water if I'm really trying to get some finer detail work. Just because, like I said, it helps with the flow of the brush. And I'd rather do two or three coats than do a single coat and have it, be really thick and not go where i put on the paint so i i do take a little bit of care there but typically this is pretty close to straight out of the pot i just try to hit the very raised areas of whatever i'm working on uh, maybe a little bit thicker than or a little bit more coverage than than my next layer of color that i'm going to talk about in a second but uh, I really do want to look for the raised areas here, and this just helps give it that extra little eye-popping, eye-catching thing, which helps the model. It doesn't—I don't think it helps the model so much under the, you know, at the four to six-foot range where most people look at your models. So, But it does help with the, once they pick up my model and start really looking closely at it, they really can tell that I've added this step in and it helps because it helps with the flow and transition of the color from that darker copper in the recesses to that brighter copper, almost silver at the top. And in fact that is what the next layer is is I actually go then with a their pearlescent silver sometimes depending I might end up mixing this a little bit with uh, some pearlescent copper first just to to kind of give it a little bit better transition it just it just kind of matters how far and how what I want how much of a elaborate work I want to do on this particular miniature that I'm working on so that's pretty much it. I just touch the very, very, very fine highlights, not a whole lot, just enough, and this does help. One of the reasons I do this is because that last step, it doesn't really, it's not really noticeable that you hit those very edge highlights at that four to six foot range. So touching those very, very lips, those very, very touches of those highlights with a little bit of this pearlescent silver makes those pop and then they stand out and can be seen from that four to six foot range so they can catch that paint judge's eye or they can catch that person that's walking through the game store going, wow, dude, that looks cool, and help get you that extra compliment. Not to mention it looks just, obviously looks better when you're playing a game uh, because you can notice and see those things rather than having to really look closely to catch the fine detail work. Alright, well, that's pretty much how I paint my coppers and sorry for the uh little bit of the Prism Gaming ad there but those guys are great and I I mean a wasa company here that makes just an awesome paint range and I can't say enough about them so Anyways, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, if you want to hear more on Conesy's Diary, go ahead and let me know. I'll go ahead and cut some more. If you have some specific topics or things that you've seen me do in my work or hobby or, or terrain making or whatever it is, do you like me to talk a little bit more about it, go ahead and hit me. You can go ahead and email those requests to B as in boy, C-O-N-E, at wiscodice.com. That's B-Cone at com. Of course, you can always hit those requests via Facebook, hit me on my Twitter feed, go ahead and Google Plus us, or you can go ahead and just uh, catch us catch our forums at wiscodice.com and put in those requests. All right, well, we'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot for listening. Peace out.